Hey, welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have a co-host today. Ta-da! Lisa Zarotny is on with me. Lisa is a podcaster. She's doing really good in the podcast space. And uh, for my our co-host conversation today, we're talking about something that I haven't found anything online about. And I don't know if that means I'm looking in the wrong place or... No one's asking this question, but it's something that I'm struggling with as a podcast host with interviews, and we kind of get into this a little bit in our conversation, but what to do with our guests and all of these great contacts that we build over time, what do we do with our guests to continue the conversation, stay in each other's worlds, and build community around our past guests? I don't know what to do, and Lisa and I have a great conversation here on the How to Podcast series on what to do with our guests after we hit stop on the record button and post our episodes. Where do we go from here? So Lisa brings some great, great tips, great conversation together. Lisa Zarotny on the How to Podcast series. Grab a notepad and a piece of, and a pen, because some great things that we talk about here and I'd love to share it with you. Thank you for being here again. Check out all the show notes. We'll always have all the links that we talk about in the show notes. So if you're running on the treadmill right now and you don't have time to write things down or you're driving, go back to the show notes and uh, you will see everything that we talk about. And thanks for being part of the podcast. Enjoy the conversation with Lisa. Welcome to the How to Podcast series. Yay, I've got a co-host. I'm so happy. Woo-hoo. Lisa's here with me. Lisa, how are you? Oh, I'm great, Dave. I'm so excited to be doing this with you. Co-hosting. Co-hosting. Right? Yeah. We're doing it together, this co-hosting thing. I'm excited. I, I, I feel a little weird. I feel like we should be interviewing and all proper and stuff, but we can just be co-hosts. I know. I know. So this, then... This, this, I interview you, you interview me. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's Dueling so interviews. Yeah, this is kind of, <laughs> I love it. It's really cool. I love uh, it okay, share with everybody where you are in the world. I kind of like to start off there. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So I am in what I call the uh, Finger Lakes adjacent part of New York State. And boy, is it gorgeous here. I'm near the wineries and I'm not too far from Corning, New York, where your Pyrex comes from. And I am, yeah, I'm uh, into the gorgeous part of fall where New York State just loves to show off. Nice. Yes. And I'm up here in Canada and enjoying our Canadian fall. It's kicking in it's getting cold and i were like um below freezing last night so it's like oh it's definitely sweater weather right i love it sweater weather sweater weather <laughs> <laughs> yes it's good it's good so we are co-hosting together uh we're talking about podcasting funny to do that on a podcasting show so uh, yes i know right so you are a podcaster mm-hmm. right tell yeah. us a little bit more about love to know your my podcast. podcast. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I appreciate you asking. So I'm the host of the Positively Living podcast. And essentially, in a nutshell, it is 
considered a self-improvement podcast. Uh, I am a productivity coach. And so it's so important to me that we don't think of productivity in the same old way we used to, right? This whole idea of the doing more and go, 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 and the constant, the constant push that honestly leads to burnout. I am going in the opposite direction and I am encouraging everybody to come with me. So the Positively Living podcast supports that. It's for the multi-passionates, right? Those of us who are like, hey, I'd like to do a podcast and I'm also doing this business and maybe we should co-host together and, you know, just loving to create and do all those things, but do it without the burnout. And that's what the Positively Living podcast mm-hmm. is all about. And I've been doing it since June, 2020. It's in the top 5% worldwide. And, and wow. I know you know this, how amazing it is to connect with guests and to collaborate with people and the people you meet. Look at, we met because I had a podcast and because we were in groups together. You got to love it. There's so many great people in the community and I love how giving the community is. Yeah. And even if you have a podcast in a similar expertise or area, people are willing to help and grow with you and support you. I love I love that kind of community. It's so true. It's it, it well, you know, I think we all understand that we have a similar mission and even if we have similar content, it's never the same. You can have the same guest on five different shows and have five completely different conversations and yeah, when we're we're all on the same mission, why not work together? There's plenty of room for all of us. Love it. It's great. Uh, so if somebody was to come to your podcast, is there an episode where they should start? Where would you would you advise a new listener to go? Well, since we are up to 125 po- episodes of the podcast, and I'm so proud of that, uh, it, yeah. there can be a lot to start with. Number one, the first episode you can always start with, and that's your number one like key tool for productivity and spoiler alert, it's self-awareness. You could start there. You could start at episode 100, which was fun. I actually had my biz bestie interview me on the podcast. So I enjoyed that. I highly recommend that if you're listening, you have a podcast, do a reverse interview. It's super fun. And that kind of kicked off like the new season, if you will, uh, the the new phase um, going beyond 100 episodes. Uh, That's another great place to start. But some of it, I think, depends upon what your needs are. If you are really wanting to learn more about self-awareness or if you'd like to hear me coaching people, there are specific strategy call episodes and you can kind of search for those. Yeah, I think to me, I love to be able to pick up a reference book and start where I need it the most. And that's what I recommend for my podcast, too. Awesome. So one of the things we were talking about um, maybe a little bit of a theme for today yeah. was all around the idea of your your guests coming on your podcast. You have a great interview with these folks. Recording's done. Thank you very much. That's it. What happened to me was I had a guest on. We had a great conversation and we're all done. We stopped the recording and she looks at me on, over over Zoom and she says, that was great. Now what? And I started into my spiel. Well, I'll be posting it to social media. I'll be doing, and she's like, no, 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 that's not what I'm asking. What about us? And to be honest, I didn't really know what to say because that was the first time I had somebody say, I want to 
do life with you beyond one recording, what what does that look like? And yeah. I didn't have an answer off the top of my head because no one's asked me that before. So I'm thinking maybe we can kind of chat today a little bit about how we kind of build relationships because I've, there's a quote that I love that the fortune is in the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that right? quote too. And it's and, so true. And I feel like, and I've actually asked experts in the field this question, what do you guys do with your past guests? Mm-hmm. And they said like, we'll have them back on. I'm like, well, <laughs> that, that doesn't really answer my question. How do we build relationships and then what do we do? So I'm looking to you. You are further down the road than I am with the amount of episodes and your backstory and everything. What are your thoughts about your guests and what do we do with our guests after we hit stop on the recording? Any yeah, ideas? I, I love this question. And I do have a follow-up question and this is going to happen when you're hanging out with me because I'm a coach it. and it's always like less about the answers and more about the right questions. So the, the question that I would have, and you can ponder this while I share some of my thoughts or what I've done is are the people that you're talking to people that you want to stay connected with and and what kind of connection do you have with them? You have a lot of, you know, batch recording that you do and and a lot that's, that's ahead of the game. I mean, you really are prolific in what you're producing and it's incredible. It's probably going to be different kinds of relationships. So I think that's one of those, it depends answers, but don't worry. I have more, (laughs) more than just that, but Mm -hmm. I, I want to put that question in your head because that's going to be, and, and for all of you listening, that's going to be part of how you figure this out is do, you know, those people belong in your world personally, professionally, both, you know, where do, they, where do they belong is the question. For me, I would say kind of, yes, D, all of the above, because I'm looking for people who vibe with my business mantra, which is do less, live more, breathe easier. And so if someone believes in that, then we have a similar life vision, right? We're out to change the game. We're out to get beyond the burnout and into something greater. And it means taking a different angle than you've normally seen when it comes to whatever topic we're talking about. And So these people are definitely my people. Now, sometimes they're just my people and I just like hanging with them and promoting them and, and just checking in once in a while. I can think of a bunch of them like that who've been on my podcast and I just, I follow them on social media and give them thumbs up and check in once in a while. Then there are other people that it's like, oh, we need to keep collaborating from a business standpoint. Like you could be a referral Uh, partner, or you are definitely someone I would refer others to, right there is a great example of a way that you can stay connected and in a relationship with someone because there's no greater compliment. There's, there's no greater support to someone than to refer others to them, right? Yeah. And the other thing I see too is, is being a community builder, Mm and leveraging the podcast to build a community. So an example was I had two different podcasts. I have six altogether, but of two of my six, I had a, a woman came on and she wrote a book about um, traumatic brain injury, TBIs. She had a situation happen with her. And so she wrote a book. Great, great person. Jennifer was on. She's amazing. So at, on a totally different podcast for dads, 
I had a, a wife come on. Her husband was a police officer, got hurt on the job, traumatic brain injury, and she's the caregiver for him. Mm. And he's in his late 30s, early 40s. Um, he's basically operating like a five-year-old at this point. And she's having to do all of his care while work and do everything. So I made a connection between Jennifer and and my other guest, Joan, and said, you two need to connect. Because Jennifer writes from having a traumatic brain injury and Joan is there supporting her husband. And to be able to bridge these two people who would, they're not even on the same podcast, right. but to bring them into each other's lives. They're two different states. They're, they don't even live close together, but now they're working together. Wow. Like, as we're talking, in my mind, I'm like, this person needs to meet this person. This person could be a great resource, like you said, for this yes. person. And I just kind of feel like I'm in the old days when they had telephones. <laughs> they would call in and they would take you and patch you in and just plug you moment, into please. here and I'll plug you over here. That's what I feel yeah. like I'm doing. I'm like behind the scenes trying to make these things happen. But yeah, we are natural networkers and we have that opportunity. And as a former caregiver, this is one of the reasons that I, I got into coaching in the first place was I was a caregiver for my mom. And you're absolutely right. I've been on podcasts. We've been talking about business and, you know, simplicity, right? And decluttering our lives and our businesses. And they find out that the story behind why I did this is because I was a caregiver. And then now they're making a connection to someone else who's doing a caregiver podcast. And, and then I can go and I can share my story and practical advice and tips. And it's a beautiful thing because, you know, we're giving each other not just opportunities to speak, but opportunities to connect and that's just so powerful on so many levels. Okay. So what kind of practical things are you putting into place then beyond, you know, the occasion, the, the likes and the shares and stuff on social media? Do you have any way of reaching out to your past guests? Do you, and I guess part two is mm-hmm. how often would you do something like that with somebody you really want to collaborate with? So, The first step, of course, is the social media side of it. And that's where I hang out. And it so it's a combination of things because we want to be really practical about this too, right, Dave? Uh, It's not only that we want to do these things, but what kind of bandwidth do we have? You know, I want to keep connected, but I also have new podcast episodes coming out. I have a bunch of clients that I am, you know, really focused on and, and giving them great care. I have, you know, other elements to my business and to my life and my family. So you want to find ways that are at least, again, this is my productivity coaches efficiency, you know, side of things coming out, but, but ways that are simple, but effective. So social media really is part of that, but not just the social media in like what you just said, which is like the likes and the shares, but it is connecting to people like sharing someone's profile or, and, or what I will do is message them. Okay. When there's an anniversary, I love that the anniversary of their episode. That's a great Ooh, time to do it. If you one. haven't, right. Uh, yeah. Also when a, 
a review comes in that's that's specific or or a comment that's made on social media just happened this week someone commented i loved this episode and these were my takeaways i immediately did a screenshot and i personally messaged my guest and i was like check this out this is the difference you're making so those mm. are the are great opportunities to reach out personally so it's very organic it doesn't mean you yeah. have to be doing it constantly but when it happens you how how great does that feel when someone's like look they mentioned you specifically and you're like oh you know, I think it just feels so good. So I try to do that for my former guests. I had, um, we have, we put speak pipe on our website so people mm -hmm. can leave us a voice message, yeah. which is great. Cause then I can take it and drop it into my podcast and my listener can hear their voice in the podcast. That's and my cool. question to the audience was of the past episodes for this podcast, which one stuck out to you and why, which guests did you learn something from? So the person called in, left a message. I played it, I tagged the person that was from the original episode, the original guest, and I connected those two again. It was all about decluttering. This this guest was in Israel, mm -hmm. and my listener was in Toronto, Ontario, and now I've made a connection with these two, and now they're like talking and working together, all from an episode. You know, it's great. I love that. It sounds like your uh, connector side of things is like super strong. So I think that is a wonderful way. And especially if that feels natural to you. Uh, for me, I yeah. think the, it's not that I don't connect. I absolutely do connect, but it's, I think for me, the natural tendency is to reach out and you just have to remember that a very effective message can be hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm thinking of you. Or, yeah. you know, I saw this I, I saw your episode pop up in my memories. I mean, you know, I got a lot of complaints about Facebook, but one of them is not the memory thing. I love that, you know, it reminds you that this time last year, yeah. this was happening, right? So that's something that I do. And it's a quick reach out and you can do it in whatever way feels easiest to you. It can be, you know, typing real quick, a little message. I like to leave voice messages. I mean, listen, we're podcasters, right? So we're always using our voice and that's a really personal yeah way it's it's just a bump up and all of these platforms have that option now so it's super easy yeah. to do i just have to remember that instagram limits me to a minute <laughs> well, and get you off yeah yeah i know oh yeah and I'm it's one and done. Constantly. <laughs> you have you have no editing feature there you're like ah oh, you know, yeah. and it just records and sends. You're like, yeah. Luckily, oh. I'm good with making making mistakes. I'm like, one of these days, I'll remember. I only had a minute. Sorry about that. As I was saying, <laughs> yes, yeah, I love that. Okay, um, so what I'm hearing from you and listening is to kind of evaluate from my my view with my past guests as to the level of commitment and collaboration. And like there's guests that I have on and it's a one and done. Mm -hmm. They're busy. They have things going on and thank you very much. Had a great time. See you. And that's it. They, yeah. You know, that's it's it. It's like friends, I'm okay right? with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They come and go and people come in your life and they leave and, you know, you're always better for it most of the time. Um, but uh, yeah, so maybe that's kind of one thing I need to kind of filter. Um keeping in mind that I can always connect people in the future, even if we're not talking on a regular basis or anything in routine, but at least I can 
identify somebody that's um, somebody that really I should focus in on mm-hmm. as a, maybe building a bridge or there's a connection there and then continue the conversation if it kind of goes that way. Right. Yeah. And especially those who are amenable to it, like the one guest asking you specifically yeah. what now? I mean, you know, th- that's a great example where, you know, she's in it, too. And and it's like any yeah. relationship, right, uh, where um, you match the energy, you match the energy of each other. And you also connect to the energy that you have. And again, speaking of connecting, it sounds like you are a great connector. So that's a wonderful way to keep to keep that going and to keep thinking about that. Like that's something you could walk away today and reflect on and say, I've made some of these great natural connections while it's happening. Why don't I just scroll through my list again and see if there are any other connections that where they're obvious, like they, they make sense for each other, or maybe they could be on each other's podcasts, or I just like them both to know each other. Maybe they could refer each other as guests to other podcasts, because that's, you know, that's one of the best ways to find good guests, right? Is you have a great one on and you're like, hey, you know anybody? Mm-hmm. So you could do that for them, too. That would be another wonderful yeah. gift. I'd be blown away. Yeah, the other one I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about, like, going back to the one with uh, the TBI, for example, is to have Jennifer come on and have Joan come on, and I help facilitate the conversation, but let them go. Two different guests connecting, and then them having the conversation, and I just kind of do the Jerry Springer thing and help them along (laughs) with the conversation, but they get to do everything, right? And just see that happen in real time the power of podcasting and building community in front of you. Oh my God, like, that'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I mean, cause panel interviews can be fun and they, they do have their own set of challenges, but this goes back to building relationships, right? Which is the focus today is that when you have the right relationships and the right people together, then you can bring on a panel that's really going to work. It's not people just showing up for themselves and talking over each other. It's people who are really connected with a, you know, a similar vision and purpose and a desire to collaborate. And oh, man, that could be magical. Like that. So that's something I'm actually in the process of working on. So nice. thank you. You're making me feel like I'm on the right path. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I actually have what two. Other thoughts do you have uh, around this? Yeah. I have two, um, two guests, uh, one of whom I'm bringing back, you know, to revisit a topic. So that's, that's always an option. But like you said, yeah. that's like the first obvious option and we want to dig deeper, but I'm definitely bringing her back. However, I'm also planning to do like a, a combined uh, panel and we're going to do it, I think, co-host kind of style like you and I are doing and then share that. Uh, somewhere in that connection. Now you've really taken the connection next level and that's where I'm going to take inspiration today and be like, okay, what else can I do here? But along the connection lines, I love to promote similar episodes together. And that's another way to kind of revisit, if you will, like it, it may not be like a direct relationship contact with the guest, but it, brings their episode back around in a fresh new way. I love creating playlists on Spotify that have to do, you know, like with, uh, with certain topics, you know, things like that. I love promoting episodes together as well as like deep linking in the show notes 
of the episodes themselves. But those are all great ways to to bring someone who's been on your show kind of back back around again. Yeah. And then to not be afraid of re-promoting something that's been in the catalog for a while. Exactly. And like it could be seasonal. It could yeah. be a Father's Day, Mother's Day episode. And it's from last year, coming up to that time. I can re-release it. I can re-promote it. I can do something on my socials just to kind of bring attention to it again because it's evergreen, right? It's not totally. It's not something that's a one and done. It's something you can always go back to. So right. And then don't when be you're doing that, that you're like repackaging. Yeah, you're repackaging it, you're making it fresh. And then I'm, in those cases, when I'm doing that, I'm absolutely tagging them because I've stayed in touch with them on social media. And so they know, they're like, oh, yeah. And it's it's like, it's that where are they now? And, you know, ask them to sometimes ask them to comment or be like, you know. And then, and then let's segue right into another idea I have along those lines is that when you have something a little deeper in the catalog, some something that you want to bring back around again, another way you can do that is by going on a different platform for a quick, where are they now, a quick update. I've done some uh, Instagram lives with guests where it's like, oh, we chatted about this, but, you know, we didn't have a chance to dig into this one thing or, or you know, what are you thinking now? You know, do you still, you have anything to add to what you said before? And you can keep that like 10, 15 minutes. It can be super quick and casual. It doesn't take a lot of production, but it's enough to kind of boost and then become an add-on to, you know, your original episode. Wow. See, I knew this would be a great conversation because, <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm, I'm actually taking notes here as we go. I got my clipboard and I'm like, I've got right here, like anniversary of my episode. I've got mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. It's really, really good. Um, the one thing I was thinking about preparing for today too was when we have a guest on our podcast, in effect, and for the most part, our guest is our listener. Mm. And you're actually getting one-on-one -on -one time with your listener. I always encourage my guests to check out a portion of my show at least so they know right. how the show works and kind of get a feel for it before we hit record. I do pre-interviews, so there's a little gap in time. Yeah. But I'm speaking to my listener as I'm interviewing them. And that's it. Like, that's something to not take lightly, I think, because how often are we asking for people to give us feedback? And then if we ever meet somebody or whatever and they do give us feedback we feel so honored but every time we talk to somebody in an interview we're actually talking to a, a potential listener or a listener of our podcast so value them value that time mm. because you have them in front of you and you can learn so much just from them being a part of the interview process you know I love that you mentioned this because there's an element to, I guess, the interaction that I have with guests at this point prior to, and this, it's still within the scope, I think, of our conversation today. And it's a good little tip to uh, when you're, when you're pulling in uh, guests and you want to make sure that you're keeping in line with your overarching topics, right? That you are 
you're serving your listeners the best you possibly can. And I take this so seriously. I don't take myself seriously, but I take that seriously. My, my listeners mean so much. Like you said, I value them. And the podcast guests that we bring on can be the listeners. And, you know, so it's all connected. And one of the things that I, I do with guests now, not only ask them, hey, check out the episodes, but I say, it's probably likely that we have touched this topic already when when you're over 100 episodes right it's going to be likely yeah. that you've touched it in in some way and that's not a bad thing we need to hear things over and over i do <laughs> um over and over again we yeah. have to hear them and it's so interesting to come from a different angle a different perspective you know to challenge it and so i frequently um not only ask them to listen to an episode, I give specific episodes that have addressed the topic or something kind of akin to it and say, please listen and then tell me what your fresh angle would be, where you're coming at this and how it can complement these other episodes. So there's a win-win-win happening here because you are valuing them and what they're bringing to the table as something fresh and new. They are able to say, hey, you covered this and this part was awesome, but here's what you're missing. And I would love to hear as a listener, as a, yeah. as a guest, right? And then also, this is what I can bring to the table and it makes it complement the others. And it also means that I'm not just saying what others have said. And it's very powerful and very effective. It's interesting because I do the reverse thing with my guests hmm. is I say to them, you're on podcasts and I've, I've heard you on podcasts and you seem to to do the same story over and over again on all these podcasts. And it yeah. feels like you're repeating yourself. Is there anything that you haven't had a chance to talk about or go deeper on that you'd like to do? Oh, I love and that. And you can see my guests light up like, oh, you mean I don't have to do the same interview again? No, you already have that as in your content library. Maybe we can go somewhere else that serves you. Oh, that would be great. I'd love to talk about this. No one ever asked me about this. You know, well, let's go down that pathway. And now you have something new to promote. Because again, if you have somebody on that does the same interview over and over and over, the likelihood of them promoting it to their audience. Hey, here's me saying the same thing that I've said 500 times. Here's 501. Listen again to my story about how I did A, B, and C. Their audience is going to be interested in that. But... If I can talk to them about something they don't talk about, then they're like, this is new and fresh. I'd love to share this with my group. There's the key for me as far as my guests sharing the episode okay. is give them something to share. Right there. You want to rewind and listen to this again. Dave, you are so on point about this. This is such good advice. And thank you for reminding me of this because it's a direction I've been going in, but I'm going to lean in even more. The way that I had first learned about it was actually in terms of bringing in sort of your next level guests, somebody that's maybe like, you know, a bigger name, right, uh, that may have a bigger reach, but their promotion actually may be less so because they've been there, done that, wearing the T-shirt, said it a bajillion times, and you're right. Yeah. They're probably not going to do that. Great example uh, that I felt like I did this successfully, and I absolutely loved it. Layla Pomper is on YouTube, and she is one of the foremost experts now on ClickUp. And 
it's very important to me that we talk about these different systems and software and in a way where we're like, is this right for me? Not use this. I would never tell someone to use something, but I would say, here are the questions you need to ask to see if it's right for you. And she's, you know, got thousands and thousands of followers on YouTube and she's amazing. And I wanted to get her on because she was the right person to speak. And I said, I would love for you to talk about ClickUp and you can say anything you want about it. This does not have to be a pro ClickUp episode. You can even say what you hate about it. I don't care. And she was like, what? <laughs> like, and she was all for it. She <laughs> came on. We had an amazing episode really focusing on process over platform, which is my, my, oh my God, my jam. And, and she's promoted it brilliantly. And so it, I just felt like that was really successful. So you are on point with this. The more that you can give them the freedom to to bring up something new and, and to make it fresh for themselves, also the better energy they'll bring to the conversation. Yeah, and I love how it dovetails to what you said earlier about sending your guests, your future guests, to listen to something similar topic-wise. I don't do that, and now I have it on my list. So... <laughs> Again, I'm going to run out of paper here, so you might want to slow down on all these great suggestions because <laughs> you're filling up my paper. So <laughs> it's great. Find the one that's it. easiest or the one that you like the most. But you know what? It all goes back to how we're making connections, if you'll notice that. You are making connections person to person and what they do and how they can support each other. I'm making connections in what they're talking about and how we can promote it as a bundle. And, and to me... That's okay. That's what I do, right? Because I organize things and I make connections as a, as a productivity coach and then say, see how this is connected and listen to this together or batch this. Well, you can batch listen too, right? You're looking mm -hmm. for one particular topic, listen to a bunch together and it reinforces what you need to learn. So again, win-win. Um, for your social, for your website and all that, do you have a way for your listeners to to look by category into your episodes, into your back catalog? Well, I'm working on categorizing them a bit more by creating playlists. So that's in process. That's like my, my okay. Q4 kind of work. However, I have them all as blog posts. So they're searchable. So if you type in the keywords, you know, you'll be able to find a, okay. a, a collection. So it'll be like a collection of blog posts that come up. Like, for example, the strategy call ones where I'm actually coaching clients. If you type in strategy call, then the whole bunch of them will come up. And then you can scroll through each of the quote blog posts that will, you know, get you to to the episode you want to listen to. So that's what I have so far, but I'm working on that. Okay. And how about um, you? Do you have a keyword search? As far as, well, I'm, I'm trying out pod page on my mm. website just as a, free version that pulls from my rss feed they do have a way to do categories for okay. your podcast and with my author podcast i don't have just one type of author that i speak to i can have a children's coloring book i can have a business book i can have a fiction nonfiction, mm. whatever right so it's all over the place and i want to be able to put it in some kind of filing system so that yeah. people who are interested in a certain thing can just look there first so PodPage gives me that ability to try that. So nice. I'm playing with that because otherwise it's all the episodes at once. So, right. you know, and I don't want to hit somebody with a fire hose. I want them to be able to go through the yeah. menu and pick the ones that, that interest them the most. 
Exactly. What's on their mind right now and what they need. So any way that you can help them search. And that's why, again, I like to sort of bundle because a small little bundle where you're like, oh, here's the here's the topic. And and here's, you know, the the, the set of three or four episodes that that really go for that. You should check these out. That feels more doable to them. Right. Then. <laughs> Hi, here's 125 episodes. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying you're doing that on Spotify? I actually do playlists, playlists on Spotify. Yep, I have the my first one okay. that I started, which is a uh, you know quick product quick productivity tips. So those are like my solo episodes and coaching episodes. And then I'm going to start uh, doing some more playlists on certain categories. That's an easy way to do it. And then you can pull in and very quickly and easily embed a Spotify playlist onto your uh, onto your website too. Nice, yeah. nice. What about for people that are not Spotify people? Have you any plans for an Apple user, for example? Well, I guess that would be collecting like, a, you know, a list, if you will. Um, I just did the Spotify thing because Spotify does playlists. <laughs> and I was like, OK, yeah. that's an easy thing that I can do very quickly. That's sort of a done for you in terms of, and I have lots of Apple users. Again, you know what it, it is? I go back to, I use Buzzsprout as my platform and then I have my website. So Buzzsprout, you know, lets you go directly there. If you, if you head there first and then you can pick the platform you want, that's, that's cool and easy. And then on my website, you can search for like the blog post and, uh, and, get to the episode and the details and the show notes and all that easily too. So that's what I have so far. And uh, that may be another episode for us to talk about how we can, how we can better categorize and, and feed up uh, <laughs> this good information in a way that's digestible and doable for our listeners. Okay. What else do you have on your list? Anything else around this topic? You know, the last thing I want to mention which sounds maybe a little funny, but you know, stay with me here is, is the idea of asking for a review, asking for a review and offering a review. And what I mean by this is that not only do you want to encourage them to be a listener and to review your podcast and to be part of that, which behooves them because when they add to that, you know, more people listen and they potentially listen to them. So Again, everybody wins, but also I will ask for feedback as a host. You know, what was your experience? Is there something that I could be doing better? That's a great way to have a relationship because you are showing them how much you value their feedback and you can offer to review them as a guest on my one sheet for being a guest myself. I put out there, I have a review from, from someone, from one of, one of the hosts that I respect so much. And uh, she's reviewed me as a guest, which again, you know, adds to my street cred. So it's, it's a beneficial thing to be asking for reviews and offering them, but it also adds to the relationship because you reinforce how much you value each other. Yeah. And you can even, I'm thinking in my mind too, of asking my guests to review their episode. Yeah. Because it's them on the podcast. They're the guest. Can you please review your own episode? That's interesting. Because then people they can also hear their words as they reflect back on the finished interview and go, 
I love this question. I love the podcast. I love the host, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but it's coming from them as the guest on their episode. And it, I think it kind of closes the loop for anybody else that might be coming by your podcast and go, wow, not only did Dave have Lisa on the podcast, she left a review on her episode. <laughs> like she came back and listened to her own episode. That is pretty cool. You know, that that connections happened. I like that you mentioned that because I have to play devil's advocate and I have to say, does it feel like a conflict of interest? <laughs> like, like, oh my God, that's the best <laughs> episode ever. You know, like, but I, I, to your point, maybe it's how yeah. the review comes about. It's not just like, well, that was the best guest I ever heard, but more like yeah, yeah, I listened yeah. to my own episode and it was really well produced and I was excited about the questions I was asked and, you know, it felt like my content was elevated and and we really dug into this topic and, it, you know, like that. So I would guess I would make the distinction between that kind of review and, versus yeah. one that might sound like a conflict of interest, so... And again, reviews are great social proof. Mm-hmm. They won't actually lead to some of the things that people say they lead to, but they're awesome social proof to bring people into your world. And for for somebody who's debating on whether or not to hit play on a, on a certain episode or a podcast, when they see these reviews come in and what people are saying about it, it does kind of help people decide, if I love a movie and I tell my best friend, pretty likely they're going to hit play on that movie because I know them, they know me. And they trust my my thought and my effort to tell them, hey, this would be something you might enjoy. Based yeah. on what I know about you, I think you'd like this. And that carries a lot of weight in, in life. But I think it, when we, people are more active in sharing, when you buy a book on Amazon and you leave the author a review, it helps, right? It really helps. It really does. And, you know, you just inspired another another idea that was kind of in there and I know that I've I've asked people to do and I I didn't even have it on my list here but you just inspired it it's not just about the reviews themselves but sometimes it's as simple as a share and so that's one way that I encourage it's the easiest thing to do we're on Instagram together and I post about this episode and then they share it to their stories it took seconds for them to do that mm-hmm. but And I know this is more in the promotional kind of thing, but it keeps us in our worlds together that we're sharing back and forth. The funniest thing is when we have like the share train where I shared a story and then they share my share and then I share their share (laughs) and we keep going, but we laugh about it and we have fun. And it's the kind of thing that again, yes, it's promotional, but it also, it builds the relationship and it's fun and it, yeah, it builds the connection as well. Awesome. Anything else we didn't touch on? Anything else? That, that I, that's a pretty exhaustive list for me, I think. And again, I, I think it just I comes it. down to like what feels good to you, what feels natural. Is it, you know, sending out personal messages or it's making the connection like you do, Dave? You know, that to me, that's yeah. the advice is that go with something that feels like you listen to something today and you're like, ooh, ooh, I like that one that's the one to start with and maybe the one to focus on and might be the one that does it for you. Nice. Yeah. So what's, what's exciting and new coming up on the podcast in business? What what are you excited about? It's coming down the road. So many things it's, you know, we're heading into the fourth quarter now and I've got, uh, 
I'm planning a VIP day, which I'm really excited about, like taking all of this work that we do in, in, you know, months of work together and condensing it. So that's kind of, you know, in, in process. And for the podcast, I've got some incredible guests talking about branding and, you know, kind of the whole solopreneur approach to branding and what, not just what we're doing with branding, but what it means to us as people. You know, I want to dig into these topics from a different angle that you don't expect. So we're doing that. November is always about healing and about stress management. So, and gratitude. I get so excited about those things because people don't expect that from a podcast that's, you know, intended to be uh, about productivity. So, so those are, those are some of the things that, that I'm, I'm stoked about. How about you, Dave? Um, yeah, I have my hundredth episode coming up for my book podcast. Wow. It's only seven months old. Holy I smokes. Have, I actually have 105 episodes done, but I'm recording my hundredth episode tomorrow being Tuesday. And what I've done is I've had my very first guest come back. Mm-hmm. He's a publisher and he was the person that inspired the podcast. He's coming back, but what he doesn't know is I've had all of his authors leave me voice messages in praise of him as a publisher. Wow. Thanking him for what he's done for them. He has no idea this is going to happen. He thinks he's just coming on my podcast to talk about my hundredth episode, but I'm going to spin it around to the person who (laughs) created the podcast for me. Like he gave me the idea. Right. Um, And that's how it all started. He had authors. They weren't having a good time on podcasts. Yeah. I had two other podcasts. He said, Dave, can you create this? I'll send you my I'll send you my authors. Let's get you going. And so if he hadn't done that, I wouldn't have that podcast. And I wouldn't have talked to 107 podcasters or authors at this point in seven months. So you just got me with that. I, I first I got goosebumps and now I'm like all teary eyed. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's gonna be so good. Oh, right. But he yeah. has no idea. So I'm they they're using my speak pipe link on my website. Mm-hmm. I'm getting these emails. They're just sending them in. And they're like, hey, Dom, this is so and this is Lisa. I just want to say thank you for helping me with my book. You inspired me this way. You did this and this. I actually had, um, this is very odd to say, but one of my guests was one of his authors. That author was about 75-ish years of age. He yeah. passed away last week. Oh. And I had him on my podcast early, episode eight, he was on. And I have him talking about Dom, my guest, who's coming back. And I pulled from the episode his thoughts on Dom. And that's part of the montage of clips. That <sighs> like I'm I wasn't including. crying enough already. Okay. <laughs> right? So oh. it's going to be a pretty emotional podcast to do. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of celebrations and happiness. But again, I'm going to pull this out because he's one of those people in life that his goal is to encourage and inspire people. And I want him to hear the effects of what he's done. Oh, That's there's really no better gift than that for those right. who for 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 those of us who are are here to to bring hope and encouragement to get that kind of immediate feedback is a gift. It goes all along with what we talked about, right? Absolutely, it's all about bringing it back to the people who need to hear it the most. So In our true. world, I think that's something we need a little bit more of. Amen. <laughs> Lisa, you got to come back. We're going to do more of these, okay? Keep me away. You can't. Yes, I promise. (laughs) Okay. 
again, share share with everybody. Anybody who's listened this far is a super fan, and they love what mm-hmm. we're chatting about. Where do people find you? How do we get the podcast and all that stuff? Uh, well, you can. You're listening to a podcast right now, so just pop on over to Positively Living. It's do less, live more, breathe easier. You can find me there or just go to positivelyproductive.com and that can lead to all the places to find me, the podcast, or if you want to have fun on Instagram and watch ridiculous reels, ridiculous. And I mean, promise, I promise you ridiculous. Positively underscore Lisa, come find me and we'll have fun together. (laughs) Awesome, Lisa. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. It's so great to chat tonight. Hope you have a great evening and we'll talk again soon, okay? I look forward to it.